we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. You're listening to the Flourish Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, founder of Flourish. We're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. Today's episode of the Flourish Podcast is brought to you by the Flourish Membership. Pretty meta, right? Okay, but in all seriousness, if you're a fan of the podcast, then you're exactly who we built this membership for, and you're probably ready to start making some major moves. Flourish is the place where women make peace with food, better their body image, and get healthy for good. Inside the Flourish membership, you'll get unlimited access to credentialed nutrition and mindset coaches. You'll get community support from women who are on the same page as you. And you're also going to get an evidence-based curriculum to help you cut through the clutter and guide your daily actions. Now, we're still invite only, but I'm giving friends of the podcast early access. So use code podcast to get started with a totally free, no strings attached, 30-minute strategy session with one of our coaches, and then spend the next week checking out the rest of the membership totally free. The link to sign up is in the show notes. And again, use code podcast to sign up today. All right, let's get into the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Flourish podcast. Or should I say welcome to the Flourish podcast? This is our first new episode, you know, officially under our new name. And it seriously feels so good. So This one, this one, this one, this episode, I am coming in hot with a highly requested topic, and that is post-pandemic body anxiety. And this is something that has come up in nearly every conversation I've had with women in the last like three to six months. Um, And it's something that certainly has come up on Flourish group coaching calls. So, um, First, I just want to say that apparently it's completely normal. Um, And I put it that way because how are we supposed to know? Um, I've never been through this before, and I don't think any of you have either. Um, So apparently it's completely normal to feel this way. And you're certainly not alone in your struggle if you are experiencing some, some body anxiety, some body image anxiety right now. And 
I say that while also recognizing that if you are someone who has kind of a history of struggling with body image insecurity, then maybe the last like 15 months or so have actually given you a break. Maybe you've actually had a break from some of the usual, you know, nagging thoughts and feelings about how you perceive your body or about how other people may perceive your body. And now you're in this place where you have all of these, you know, let's call it post-pandemic firsts to contend with. You've got your first wedding, your first beach vacation, your first time seeing that family member who never fails to comment on your body. So yeah, there's a lot a lot going on. Um, and on top of that, from like a social perspective, you know, even beyond the social perspective, I should say, you may be feeling just disconnected from your body in general. Um, I know I, for one, have been in sweatpants for, you know, about the last 15 months. Maybe you have too. Maybe you haven't been moving your body. Maybe you haven't been seeing your body as much. Um, maybe your body's changed in the last 15 months. And, and maybe it's to a point where it kind of feels like the body that you're in no longer feels like the home that you recognize. So with all of these circumstances in play, I, you know, in true flourish fashion, really not only do I want to validate what you're going through, I also want to offer you some actionable strategies to to help you move forward. I mean, that's that's really what we're all about at at Flourish. I've done sort of an unofficial survey of our members and the one of the most common core values is growth. And I just love that. One of my core values is growth. So it means a lot to me that I get to spend time with women every single week who are also invested in in their own growth. So we like to, we talk about, you know, some hard stuff um, and we have a lot of fun, but yeah, we talk about some hard stuff like post-pandemic body anxiety, but we don't just like wallow in that hard. We move forward from there. Okay. So I'm I'm going to invite you to to get on board, <laughs> get on board the train because we are leaving the body anxiety in last year. Okay. So let's let's talk about kind of where to go from here. Um, what to do if you are experiencing that post-pandemic body image anxiety? First, I want you to get really clear on if it actually is like just about your body. Okay, how we're going to do this. Well, first, as you'll recall, all feelings emerge from your thoughts. I'm going to say that again. All feelings emerge from your thoughts. So that insecurity or that anxiety that you're feeling is coming from your thoughts. So I want you to write down whatever feeling it is that you're experiencing, whatever emotion it is that you're experiencing, write that on the top of a page, whether it's your journal, loose sheet of paper, sticky note, really doesn't matter. And then I want you to write down every single thought you've had lately that's caused that feeling. And I want you to be open to all kinds of thoughts here. And what you may find through this exercise is that maybe it's not just about your body. We've been through a lot collectively, and I'm sure you as an individual have had your own story and your own experience in the last 15 months. And so maybe you'll find that the negative feelings that you're experiencing, whether it's stress, insecurity, anxiety, dread, despair, whatever it is that you end up calling it or identifying it as, 
maybe there's some body stuff baked in there for sure, but maybe there's something else. And the reason that you're putting it on your body is because it's what you're willing to acknowledge because it's just so familiar. I see this happening all the time, which is why we are going, you know, we're starting from the top. I call this using your body as a scapegoat. And when you realize that you're doing it, your heart might break a little bit for your body. The body that did a damn good job of keeping you alive through a freaking pandemic. Using your body as a scapegoat is blaming all of your worldly problems on your body rather than really taking the time to dig into what's actually going on underneath. And I say this as always without any ounce of judgment because goodness, I have not been there before. And when you're used to placing blame on your body, it's safe, it's familiar, it's easy. It's so much easier to go back and sing that same old song of your body being the problem rather than facing other aspects of your life that may be challenging to you. And I'm going to keep moving forward in this episode addressing specifically the post-pandemic body anxiety, body image anxiety specifically that you may be experiencing. But if this exercise reveals to you that there's something else going on, I want you to promise me that you're going to pay attention to that too. Or at the very least, you're going to acknowledge it and not just lump all of the negative feelings that you may be experiencing now as the fault of your body, right? If you don't like your job or you're not happy in your relationship or your, your you know, social life has been a struggle for the last year, none of that is your body's fault. Losing five pounds doesn't solve any of that. And before you can move forward, before you can change anything, before you can change your thoughts or your feelings, you have to have an honest awareness of what is going on. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to move forward on this body image train, but if you just had like a little aha moment, like please bookmark that and come back to it. Okay. But let's, let's proceed to number two. I'm going to encourage you to find a way to reconnect with your body in a way that feels safe to you. And that's going to look different for everyone. Okay. People connect with their bodies at at different levels and varying levels of, of intimacy, right? So maybe that looks like, you know, just simply wearing something that's slightly more fitted versus the, you know, sweatpants or pajama pants that are like three sizes too big. As much as we love those, and they do serve a very important purpose, but not this. Okay. Maybe that's not it. Maybe that's not it at all. Maybe instead your way of connecting with your body is to like physically be in your body by going on a walk or doing a gentle stretch. Maybe you need to spend more time looking at your body with thoughts of appreciation and gratitude rather than judgment and criticism. I'm going to say this again. Find a way to reconnect with your body in a way that feels safe. I know for me personally, movement is how I do that, right? Sometimes I've, you know, especially during the last 15 months, I've spent time feeling very disconnected from my body and very much like in my head. So I go on a walk. I take a spin class. I do a strength training session. 
I meditate or do a breathing exercise. I reconnect, right? I build that kind of bridge between my mind and my body and recognize that they are inherently linked. As you go through this, you're going to, in all likelihood, start to become aware of how you're talking about your body, right? As you're going through that exercise of connecting with it, pay attention. What, are, what is the dialogue happening in your brain? Are you berating yourself when your clothes don't fit? Are you spending time living in the past? Are you spending time reliving the last 15 months, wishing that you'd done things differently, regretting the way you ate, regretting the way you exercised or didn't exercise? Are you doing the, oh, I, I should have taken this time and really buckled down? Guess what? It's too late. <laughs> you can't go back. You cannot go back, right? The past is done. It's over. It only exists in your mind. And so does the future. The only thing that you can hold on to right now is the present moment and the present moment and the present moment. And as soon as you notice it, it's gone and it's the past. So as you practice that awareness of your current self-talk, you can change it, right? Start thinking about how you can translate that into more neutral self-talk. And just to be clear, I don't mean fake it till you feel it, positive mantra, positive vibes only, because that actually doesn't help. Um, There's some really interesting research that shows that for people who are already struggling with insecurity, the like positive mantra, positive self-talk, when they don't believe it, actually adds to insecurity. So you want to shift your self-talk that you're directing towards your body to something that's more neutral, right? It's not going from, I hate my arms to, I love my arms. It's going from, I hate my arms to, these are my arms, or I have arms, or this is what human arms look like, or I'm so grateful for my arms and everything that they can do. Do you see the difference there? Don't try to psych your brain out and, you know, rattle off some stuff that it just doesn't freaking believe. No, (laughs) that does not work. That's that toxic positivity BS that we don't do around here either, okay? So let's, let's review really quick. First things first, recognize where the negative feeling that you're experiencing is coming from. Is there more going on than just body anxiety? Number two, find a way to reconnect with your body in a way that feels safe for where you are. Number three, Become aware of how you're talking about your body and, where necessary, transition to more neutral self-talk. And it sounds so simple, and, and it is a simple idea in theory, but it is very challenging. And it can stay challenging for some time, but that doesn't mean you don't do it. And there's ways of turning that into a habit, okay? Lastly, number four... This is my favorite because I get to quote my my girl, Brene Brown. Talk about it with someone who has earned the right to hear it. You'll know that Brene Brown – well, you may not know. You may. I have a feeling you probably know. So Brene Brown is – she's just everything. I love her podcast. She's also from Houston. But more importantly, she is a 
PhD. She's a researcher. She's a businesswoman. And anyway, a lot of her work really centers around um, vulnerability. And she's done tons of studies on vulnerability. And she has books and a TED Talk that that was really what blew her up. But anyway, she talks about how like there's a difference between vulnerability and oversharing. And oversharing is just, you know, sharing all your stuff to anyone. And it and it can sometimes create a false sense of vulnerability, but it's not real, true vulnerability, right? So this is what I mean by talking about this, talking about this challenging experience with someone who has truly earned the right to hear it. Because when it comes to body image stuff, body image struggles or anxiety or insecurity, whatever it is that you want to call it, it's so easy to get stuck in your head and to feel like you're the only one who is, who's experiencing it. And then what you've done by, frankly, lying to yourself and letting yourself believe that you're the only one who's experiencing it because, as I said, you are not. But what this does is it adds to this feeling of anxiety. Now you not only have anxiety, but you have isolation. You have, I'm alone in this. You have otherness. You've othered yourself. And that just doesn't help. Can often lead to that feeling of shame. And what just causes shame to dissipate is connection. By sharing what you're going through with someone who has earned the right to hear it, either because they can relate to it too and they can meet you where you are and help you feel less alone. Maybe that's a friend or a family member, right? Or Someone who can really like hold space for you and help you work through it. And that may be more of a a therapist or a coach. I mean it when I say that you are not the only one who's experiencing this and it is a disservice to you to be stuck feeling not only the anxiety and and the insecurity of this moment, but it's a disservice to do it alone. It's making it so much harder than it needs to be. And it's been such a beautiful experience to lead these conversations um, in the Flourish membership. It's it's been a topic that's been been coming up, right? Especially, you know, each member is kind of having her own experience of going to the first wedding or going on the first beach vacation. And there's always that tinge of anxiety. And the first thing I always ask is, raise your hand if you've felt something similar recently. And it's like every hand in the room is up. And just immediately, right, the woman who came in to get coached on that feeling, it's like, huh. And you can see the the dots starting to connect in her mind. And she recognizes in looking around the room. So if every woman here, women that I know are smart and successful and compassionate and kind and beautiful, if every woman in this room feels this way. I bet it's the exact same thing outside of this room. And that changes the way that I show up at my first wedding, on my first beach trip, on family vacation. Rather than going in feeling insecure, feeling anxious, feeling paranoid, wondering if everyone's looking at me and judging my body, I can walk into that situation knowing that we're all judging our bodies. And chances are no one's paying nearly the negative attention to me as I feared that they would. 
And when you realize that, especially as women, we are all, (laughs) the vast majority of us, let's say, are out here negatively judging our bodies, you replace the fear of judgment with so much compassion, with so much empathy, with so much tenderness and love that it completely transforms that experience. So again, if you're experiencing this post-pandemic body image anxiety, if you're worried about how you feel in your body, if you're worried about what other people are going to think about your body, notice it and follow this process to move forward. You do not need to stay stuck in this feeling. And in fact, to move through the feeling, which remember, all it is is a feeling. To move through the feeling, you have to move through the feeling, right? You can't numb it out, shut it down, distract away, eat it away, exercise it away, drink it away. It's going to come back. It's going to come out sideways. You've got to move through the tunnel of this feeling, okay? And if you need help doing that, if you don't have someone in your life who's earned the right to hear your vulnerability, to hear your your story or your struggle, then now's the, the right time to join our wait list. All right. We're on the other side of this mic. I'm certainly on the other side of this mic, ready to welcome you in with open arms and hear you and listen to you and hold that space for you. Okay. So I'll have the link in the show notes below, but in the meantime, I'll see you next week. Bye y'all. 